0: Music. music
1: horror, horror. horror.
0: Sub-culture. subculture and, and
2: overall badass bad
1: welcome, welcome welcome to kettle, to kettle whistle, whistle radio with, radio. with your hosts host Dave, Dave and Sean, and Sean.
3: Folks, friends, and fiends, thanks for tuning in, and I want to welcome all the iHeartRadio listeners. Yes, you may be using these airways, but we've been around for about 14 years, and my next guests have been doing this shit for a long time, music or otherwise. Um, I Also, very important, the Dead Milkmen want you to know that lice are still living in your eyelashes. Very important to note that. I want to welcome right now, my God, by popular demand.
2: Yeah, we're right
3: here. Okay, good. I, I, yeah, actually, no. All right, so Erica Timko, Jess Timko, and Eric Kahn of Tia Carrera, the band. Welcome, yes. folks. We, I miss you guys. Miss you, too, brother. Miss you too, bro. I mean, it's been a while. Uh, Erica, well, and Jess... Yard Panther is the house band here on Kettle Whistle Radio, and you've heard them more than you've heard them on the air here, because we don't get to talk to them too often, but I really, and Eric, we have a history as well, and uh, I just want to get back to, well, I don't know, what have you guys been doing during the quarantine up until this point?
4: Um, Me personally, just trying to survive and stay mentally and emotionally healthy. Mm-hmm. I'm physically healthy, of course, you know, and no one wants to get sick, but, uh, you know, with the sickness, as it were, shutting the world down, you know, put everybody in a pinch and you got to kind of reinvent yourself of how to just a stay entertained and be not go crazy, not doing your regular things. Um, for me, it was really intense. I didn't get to play my drums for almost a year, which was fucking insane.
3: I can't imagine uh, that for a drummer at all.
4: It was terrible, dude. It was terrible. It, now, I've been able to implement ways to play, and, you know, my technical abilities, like, it's about up to par where it needs to be. Um, and the rest is just kind of doing battle with your ego, talking shit to you, like, "Oh, I'm I'm gonna suck when this is over," blah blah blah, or, hmm. or whatever else. Um, the, the the real trick, though, is getting back into the swing of peopling, If you you know, in quotations, there, I get being it. Being social again. Um, you know you're headlining wow that's great what time do you go on 1230 fuck that I'm not you know not into it anymore because through quarantine it's just like yeah man I don't know how I feel about being up at the crack of dawn to play my music
1: Hmm.
4: Um, to conclude one other thing uh, was the stamina to play you know really hard and intense it's coming back but that was one thing that I noticed where I'm like yeah, I got all my skills coming back real quick, but the 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 marathon physicality of uh, being um,
3: in front of people, you know,
4: well playing heavy bruiser rock, you right, know, it's right. like there's a there's a cardiovascular thing, there's the whole muscular thing in your shoulders and your upper body, and it's just like. You don't do it for a year, and you're like, "Oh yeah, man, that's what 51 feels like," as opposed to
3: <laughs> I'm right there, dude.
4: 21, where you're just like, "Oh yeah, I don't know what you're talking about, old man," um, <laughs> or whatever. I don't know if anyone would really say that, but <laughs>
3: no, they could. We have a saying <laughs> on this show, heard? actually. Uh, one thing I, I always say is, we don't mess with drummers. <laughs>
1: I that's wouldn't.
4: Right. You shouldn't. You
3: should I, I that. know that
4: because they're they're also half insane. You know, I think a lot of them. Maybe not me, but... I'm they'll, hit,
0: they'll hit you with sticks. <laughs> I <I'm> totally <laughs>
1: haven't
3: to seen. Um, Was that Jess back there?
0: I, I, I didn't chime in a little
3: bit. Je- hey, Jess, <laughs> don't, introduce don't yourself. E- Erica has talked on here a few times with Jess. It's, I think it's been a long time.
0: Uh, yeah,
3: long time. Oh, my God. Long, long How the hell are you?
0: Oh, I'm doing great. Uh, happy to be here. Thanks for having us. Of
3: course. Hey. Again, uh, Jess and Erica, the girls of House Band, Yard Panther, and the brilliance behind Baku Asku's. Fashion trashing—that is the YouTube. Ooh, se- yeah. Hell yeah! That is the YouTube sensation right now, folks. You got to look up fashion Trash and We'll get into that in a little bit because uh, Eric is going to have to explain it. But I didn't want to cut Eric off because he is a drummer.
4: <laughs> don't do that. No, it's cool. It's cool to. I'm always. Uh, I don't know what to say. It's it's an honor to be invited to shoot the shit about anything that I'm doing. You know the fact that anyone still cares after these years all these years is uh i just feel honored it's you know it's my pleasure man actually
3: no it's my honor um i i'm honored actually to have eric Kahn of the band tia carrera like i said earlier look him up folks uh we're talking uh my god uh, i I, hard rock i don't want to say heavy metal that's so overused now and unfortunately undercut as well um, your band would you call it like uh, sludge rock, rock heavy rock fuzz rock what do you call Tia Carrera
4: heavy instrumental you know rock and roll we we've we were just jamming um, the guitar player Jason Morales the very key component there um, brilliant guitar player um, one of those cats that, you know, when people will reference a famous guitar player like Eddie Van Halen or Jimmy Page or Jimi Hendrix, well, of course, a guitar player or a musician of any instrument will probably be influenced by something of that, a person of that caliber. Um, but very, I, you know, seldom does a musician actually really captive, you know capture some of those that essence of some of those greats. Well, to me, when I first met the guy, Jason Morales, I was like, that mofo's got the Hendrix fingers. <laughs> he's got it in his tone. He's got, you know, it's not like he's em- emulating or copying him, but he's got some of that that magical juju that you just can't quite describe. And when I first moved down there to Austin in 95, he had this band Um from olympia washington at the time he had relocated here to austin texas and he had this Trans syndicate record label band called starfish and they were amazing look up starfish for reference of this guy's some of his past works and i remember thinking to myself when i i first saw him like i want to play with that dude he just had this <laughs> sound and this tone and in that band it was it was punk rock it was standard issue 90s you know, grungy punk rock, you know, here's a fast song, here's a slow song, whatever, 90s, whatever. They were killer, Um, but I, I just was, you know, totally floored by his whole approach to his sound and his guitar. Anyway, when what would become Tia Carrera started years later, late 90s, we were just jamming. I mean, literally just jamming. We weren't trying to write songs out of those jams. We were just dicking around smoking a bunch of weeds, passed the bottle of wine and just cut loose and that was another one of those Hendrix references because it was just you know, oh yeah, I saw Jimi Hendrix back in the day. He played for 2 hours and he played 3 songs. Quest <laughs> Madrid.
3: So, I've heard this. You yeah. know, there's
4: a lot of improv going on. Same thing with with Zeppelin where, you know, if you you, you the further they got in their their uh their career before Bonham died, you know, they would play those songs, but they would play a whole bunch of other shit that might become a song later on down the line in another record. Right. But there was this improvisational just jamming. And we, we, we just got into that. Yeah. You, you, you
3: you guys encompass that. Uh, you can do a five minute song. You can do a 16 minute song yet. It's so encompassing, like involving, like it's unbelievable.
4: Yes, well thank you. That's exactly what it was. We were we were just trying to steer away from just, you know, pop music, pop culture, whether that's heavy metal, whether that's, you know, bubblegum rock, whether that's indie rock, everything is the same thing verse course verse course Mm. bridge verse course and we're all cool with that that's great that still works and that's lovely but however (laughs) sometimes when you're creating you don't want to fuck with that you don't want to think about what the listener wants or needs you're like the listener ain't here man the listener is you you and me and we're gonna just get high on playing our instruments together and that's what's up And we started to record, um, you know, we were jamming like every Friday in Jason's spare bedroom, and we didn't have a name, we didn't have any idea what we were doing, we weren't trying to be some new band, this is our new band, it wasn't a new project, it was just, you know, he and I and whoever we could get to play bass for a while, Mm. and just, you know, we would reference things like, yeah, man, you know old shit but kind of maybe crossed with the melvins or nice. sleep or oh uh, shit yeah you know just shit that was there was a that band golden for a while they went off to do transam uh john Theodore was the drummer he went on to play with um queens most recently queens of the stone oh, age oh, but um okay uh, fucking the uh, come on help me out ladies the mexican dudes yeah at the driving they're not
3: back, being so. much help back there are they
4: <laughs> um anyway what are they called mars volta he was ah uh, the- yes 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 short-lived
3: but i really enjoyed short-lived, it Short
4: lived, but he was easily the best drummer i mean john or what's his name Frigdon. thomas prigden i think came hmm. in another incredible uh clinic-esque drummer but john theodore had some shit like some magic. He's got that thing where you're like, yeah, you got skills and technical ability and stunts and all. Mm-hmm. But again, referencing back to T- Tia and our flu influences, is like stunts and technical ability is groovy, but you can almost throw it in the can if you don't have that magical part. And that's the part that you know still in all these years. We've been listening to music and rock and roll or whatever. You can't quite put your finger on it, right? And, you know, it's been discussed ad nauseum in a thousand interviews and a thousand um, articles. But you know, Led Zeppelin, for example, they're not perfect. Mm-hmm. There's fuck ups on every record. I agree. You know what you're listening, and to. I love them, and
3: but I agree. I've found them unique. myself. It's... Deep deep dive. Yeah, you find them.
4: Stones, for example. Um, even uh, what's a real Jew uh, too? Full of like crappy playing that makes the song incredible. Well,
3: you know, you know. know, you, you you know um, actually, um, <laughs> funny you should say that. Uh, Bono, I always quote this one too. He's uh, famous for saying that. Well, you know, the Edge sometimes forgets how to play certain songs. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I love that live. Like I, I think that's hysterical. It shows a, a certain humble approach. Um, but yeah, so again, Eric Kahn, the last of the organic bands, I, I, you honestly, you encompass the whole thing that the reason that you get into a band is a guy like you and I met you and I saw you live. So I can say that, um, I dig your everything about it. Um, we're going to, we should give them a dose. Um, and I have a few songs here to choose from cause my, uh, sister from another planet there, Erica picked slave cylinder, early purple, hazy winter or layback. Which of those four would you approve or do you have something different?
4: Um there those are all really good. Those mm-hmm. that's more recent stuff and so that's very very accurate to play right now.
3: What would you I, like?
4: I would say the layback cuz that's current. That's our most recent record. We're still playing that right now. You know, it's, we're not tired of it yet. It's not an <laughs> old
3: jam. <laughs> nice. Nice, nice. So that one yeah, let's give Play them. A, well, let's give them a taste, and then we're gonna come right back here with Erica Timko and Bruce Baku Asku, Fashion Trash, and she is the brilliance behind Fashion Trash, and of course with her sister Jess Timko. And we got Eric Khan from Tia Carrera Hang in there, folks. We'll be right back and dig on this. All right.
5: of Frylock, and you're listening to Kettle Whistle Radio. Mm.
3: Alright, here we go. Folks, friends, and fiends, hey, thank you so much for tuning in, and again, today, house band, Yard Panther, Jess, and Erica, Timco, and of course Tia Carrera's own, Eric Khan. and uh, all I can say is you just heard them, and you've been hearing these girls for a long time as well. Well, our intro, our outro, and sometimes in between. And uh, Erica is, (laughs) what can I say, man? YouTube explosion of fashion trash. Can you explain that real quick for our audience members? My sister from another, like, uh, what planet are you from anyway? I'd say Zeta Reticuli uh, Galaxy, but...
2: Um, if I had to explain how to pronounce it, you'd probably have to like rip out your tongue or Uh something like that, reattach it in some weird way.
3: She's going all Uh, um, hardcore now, I understand. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Well, it's Halloween, you know, it's October, it's Halloween. Thank God it is. But, um, yeah, I mean... I just came up with this show, gosh, when was that, back in 2016, I was going to maybe do like a live action thing, but then I realized how pathetic that would be if I played several different characters, so instead, (laughs) what was my cheapest option? I'm going to go ahead and get some socks, so I made some socks, made some puppets out of them, and uh, yeah, I just had all these storylines, and then just performed these storylines, and we're now in our sixth season, uh, approaching the seventh here, coming up in 2022, and it's just been a lot of fun. It's cool. It's a real fun uh, collaborative project to do with other folks, um, other artists, musicians. And um, it's just been a lot of fun. Just it, goofing off, having I, fun doing art with your friends.
3: It's so exciting to be a part of it, too. You And you do. You get your friends involved, not to mention rock stars. We'll get into that in a little bit. Uh, but when I met you girls, man, I hired you to do a party. Uh, and the floor below me here in Helm's Deep. Wow. Um That's yeah. Foxy great. Foxy Death Box was the band. And you got Here's oh, a fun fact. Tremendous um,
2: I don't know if you know this, but we call you Party Dave. Oh no. And that originates because you had hired us to uh play Denise's birthday party. I think back in like 06,
3: maybe. Yes, folks, that would be D nice. She used to be on these airways, but yes, that is correct. Her birthday, yes. It was in August 14th, hot as hell, but we had the, well, you guys, your girls played the basement. Hotter in the basement. You kicked ass and you, you like apologized the whole time. Like, no, 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 no. You don't understand. This is great. This is great. And the funny part (laughs) is that uh, her grandma, her grandma was there and she got (laughs) mad. She got mad when people would walk out like, get in there. Give those girls a chance. What's wrong
2: with you? You don't walk in there. Get back.
3: It was so funny. Do you remember her?
2: I, I can't <laughs> say I do. I met a lot of people that night, but I think that that's really yeah. sweet of her to say that. Yeah, yeah. you did. Uh, you, you,
3: you, Your uh, encore was Walk Like an Egyptian.
2: Oh, uh, yes.
3: <laughs> it was great. I thought it was great. I thought it was great. It was like
2: a lifelong dream at that point. I was like, I want to play a bangle song in my all-girl band. <laughs> so when that happened, it was pretty much dream achieved.
3: So. Oh, well, you're, you're doing it again. <laughs> yeah. And when I met you, including Halloween parties that you came to or I went to yours, you were always into yep. P- Pee Wee's Playhouse. And I kind of like fashion trash is not a big surprise to me after knowing you. <laughs> It really is. Yeah, you
2: know, just slightly influenced
0: by that show and its artwork. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Okay. Slight, slightly.
3: Eric, Eric, did you know what you were getting into when you met these girls? Or
4: no, not right away. But it's it was <laughs> no. <laughs> but you know, I gotta say, since you asked that, I know you were kind of joking, but you know <laughs> no, that really. creative rambunctiousness. Oh yeah, um, I just made that up. Where I like that. Th- there's there's the creative. And, you know, you got an inspiration. You want to do this thing. <laughs> How cool is that? But then you, you have a mixed media sort of creative with the sock puppets and everything else. Um, I don't know. I like it. It's just outlandish and goofy. These <laughs> it's, it's these personalities, the Timco sisters.
3: Oh, God, yes.
4: <laughs> personified in this, you know, make-believe world. It's... Um, <laughs> I, I, I there it's it's hard to say really with them sitting right here. I know. They know I'm involved. I make I help with some of the props, the 3D props.
3: I do know that, um, yeah. Uh
4: and I've done a few characters, but I think it's uh it's just a crazy weird thing. And it's I think it's it references our culture right now where social media, your show right here, like everything's in flux. In transition what's new what's next but what is still tried and true is that you know creative people just want to make weird shit and if you have a a platform to share that weird creative energy Mm -hmm. you know it might not catch on right away but sooner or later people go what's this weird thing and they're inspired by it and they're like oh this is just you know Excellent and terrible and wonderful and <laughs> crazy and hilarious and all these, you know, everything everything's hitting on in the red. You know what I mean?
3: Yeah, you just summed I up. Might not, you, I don't know if
4: I explained that very well. You but, actually did. Yeah,
3: you, I, you, you summed up Primus's career.
2: <laughs> I think he's better explaining it than I am. To be honest, <laughs> Eric's just going to be
3: the
0: spokesman from now on. Yeah, he's he's our spokesman. <laughs> just talk to him.
1: Talk
3: you, to see, him. you see what? You, do you see what you just did to yourself?
1: <laughs> um,
3: right, really important uh, though. We should we should we should announce this. You, uh, Tia Carrera has two shows coming up. Correct?
1: Yeah. Um,
3: let's not forget that real quick, and then we'll get back into other stuff.
4: Okay. I mean, it's it's we still feel like we're we're not out of the woods yet with the pandemic and everything and so we've been slowly just trying to play out yes and and appreciate the plug Uh, i didn't realize that was going to happen that's really cool i was going to do it at the end of the show too
3: but i think people should know right away
4: well it's we have been playing these early free shows where it's outside it's not big rock show oh i better get my good jeans clean before I go profile at the, you know, hot <laughs> show or whatever. It's just more like good the proverbial party at the moon tower, which is an Austin, Texas reference, but like just, you know, backyard pa- uh, party on the patio ZZ top reference right there. Exactly. Just chill. Everybody can be chill. Everybody can, wear masks or not wear masks because we're outside it's chill it's early you can get home at a decent hour and sort of um kind of dipping our toes into returning to the realm of uh you know, Norm. rock show, performing and all that.
3: <laughs> got you, got you. Yeah, we, we had like eight tickets to eight great shows, all of which got canceled. And that sucks. Um, yeah. I don't know.
4: But it makes sense that if they were, you know, yeah.
3: right? It does. No, it really does. I'm okay with that because they were taking the responsibility. Um, but, yeah, at the same time, like, huh, how do you feel? Is there anxiety getting back on that stage with a group of folks in a club?
4: For me, yes. And that's kind of what I was referencing where you you take a year or the better part of two years off and it's like the music comes back, the playing comes back. Um, I was kind of self-deprecating on um, losing some of the stamina for the like real heavy rocking and all that. Yeah, it's coming back. What is like you just referenced the anxiety, the social anxieties of not performing so much. It's not like I'm getting nervous for that shit. It's the nervousness or not mm-hmm. even nervousness, but the social anxiety of quote unquote peopling. Because yes. now you have that energy of like, you want to talk to everybody. You haven't seen them. Right. You want to hug them. Wait, is it safe to hug them? Mm-hmm. Um you know, and be present with everybody. Some people are not that way. I like to be that way. Like, hey, you took the time to come to the show. You come take the time to come shoot the shit with me. Hey, human, how the hell are you? And <laughs> yeah. that is an energy that you got to have. And when you don't have it for a better part of two years, it's like, oh, whoa. And so looking in- into that, oh, I got a show tonight, mm-hmm. it adds up. And then you're thinking about like, oh, wait, are we – are we hosting a super spreader event uh, and all yeah. of the things that we've been as a, as a culture, as a society have been kind of carrying on our backs for the last couple of years. You know, you want to do the right thing. Let, let's all get healthy. Let's stay healthy so we can have these shows and party and connect and hug our friends and celebrate life. And, um, Yeah, I kind of lost my train of thought. It's
3: all right, man. No, no, you're going all Yoda on me. You unlearn what you've learned, you know? Um, It could be
4: a really great thing because with the absence of doing live music and, you know, art openings and, you know, sports ball games or whatever the fuck, it's like there's aspects of our... Of humanity in our in our society that really celebrate not politics and division of politics yeah. or differences of opinions but we're just humans and we like to have a good time we like to eat drink and be merry and do those things with other people
3: together and yeah
4: yeah and so when you're sitting at the bar and the band starts to sound check and you turn over your shoulder and you're like yeah what the fuck is that these who is this and you get all razzed and you look at your friend and you're like fuck yeah and you raise a toast to whoever's about to play next everyone misses that
3: yeah not to mention
4: the band you go to see right and you're like excited
3: because you hear feedback (laughs) feedback (laughs) and like ah
4: man hey you're doing it i can smell that
3: amplifier oh my god um
4: that is one of the best smells ever i agree
3: i agree uh, actually, on that note, now, Erica, I'm going to let you think about the next song we're going to play, but I need to ask Erica, well, Erica, you there still? I'm here. We're here. Miss Fashion Trashing <laughs> herself. We're
2: listening. Yeah, we're, we're just taking <laughs> it all in. Well, Jess <laughs> well, and I have discussed before, I'm kind of like the Jay and she's my silent Bob. Yep.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I totally get I that. Definitely. I totally get um, that. But you need to tell us about the yeah. upcoming um, ha- Halloween Spooktacular OMFG, folks,
2: this Saturday, October 16th at 8 p.m. Central Time on Bocuse TV on YouTube. Tune in for the Fashion Trash and Halloween Spooktacular 666. It's our uh, sixth annual Halloween Spooktacular with, I think we have 17 special guests. Wow. Uh, four school guests, and it's just going to be a great time. It's, it's on- Halloween. It's Halloween. It's Halloween. Time for exactly. Time for- <laughs> it's almost twenty minutes long too, which is oh, that's so, so I- cool. Holy minutes. shit,
3: you had a lot of work to do there.
2: Dude, it is a labor of love. I probably started on this when it was about the beginning of August, and I still I, I have a couple more finishing touches I want to put to it, but um, it'll rest assured be out this Saturday.
3: It's important and to note we'll that yeah. there are tons of rock stars on this show. But vocally, and Eric Khan being one of them, and uh, I, I'm Barney Chose. That's me. So yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. Dude. And and Jess, we're gonna get into you, what, your role there in a little bit here. But um, I asked Eric to pick a song next, and then we'll get right back, and we're gonna talk more about fashion trashing and Tia Carrera.
2: Can I request a Tia Carrera song?
3: Uh, that Jay, yeah, you're sitting right next to him.
4: Do it.
2: I'm calling Slave Cylinder because that is my jam by them
4: guys. Can I point out the the origin of that song? Yes. So we have jams, right? That's why we do this. Yes. They become songs because it's like, hey, man, what do you want to do? What was that thing we did last blah, blah, blah? And so (laughs) if it's good, it sticks around. You know, um, Jason comes up with a lot of the licks, of course, and he kind of has an idea of like, well, here's another part. We don't count out the measures. We don't talk about very much. Anyway, I digress. The point of my rambling here is Slave Cylinder was born out of the fact that the beat, that's the beginning of Slave on Tattoo You Rolling
3: Stones. It's very noteworthy that I was banging my head for no reason just then.
4: right on well so anyway it it wasn't like that was what we jammed the the music off of but that was the groove of the tune and i would just reference that new jam at the time as slave because as a drummer that was kind of the beat you know Mm -hmm. charlie watts kicks off that beat to slave on tattoo you with that similar kind of groove and because this new jam at the time had that kind of groove. We just referred to that as "slave," and so when it became a track for the new record at the time, I was like, "Well, we can't call it that. That's the fucking Stone song, man." And you know, <laughs> anyway, I knew of this, uh, like a what do you call it? What's the comic books that are really uh, super? What is that? What are they called? Like uh, a real fancy comic book. It's gra- real graphic thick. novel graphic novel thank you it mm-hmm. was a graphic novel and had a bunch of different artists and there was this one called slave cylinder and it's kind of futuristic hmm. uh oh you know mad max type of post-apocalyptic weirdness yeah and uh Wile e. coyote kind of shit <laughs> uh, desert weird shit uh i i can't remember the artist or the writer they were two different things um but the storyline is called Slave Cylinder, and it was brilliant. It was one of the best best things in this graphic novel that I'm terribly, vaguely re- referencing. But I remember, you know, bitchin' bitchin', witches think cookies are bitchin'. That was a line in there for some reason. Anyway, <laughs> Slave Cylinder was a reference to a part of the car your brakes
2: that's what
4: I'm familiar. Wow. That's where it comes from. But yeah. So there was this multiple references. Joe Average would just go, "Why is this this jam referred after, you know, your fucking, you know, power brakes?" <laughs> well, for me, for me to no one included, it was referencing this kind of vague shout out to this graphic novel artist and writer who wrote slave cylinder couldn't tell you the names I would be fucked for it you know I don't know
3: well I got uh, news for you right now I guarantee some of our listeners there's a lot of them now um they will know somebody will come at me about that and I'll and, I'll let you know the
4: names like I have that I'm looking at that I just read that
3: you you probably just made somebody's day seriously that, I have been sitting so. on this comic forever someday all, day. Right. <laughs> all right slave cylinder folks Tia Carrera stick with us we'll be right back Unless I hit my microphone like 10 more times. All right, I'm back. I'm sorry. There was some doggy maintenance there, but apparently we all, uh, sometimes talent has to take a pee, too. So it does happen. I just thought of this, too. Like, my last show ever, I'm just going to, like, leave halfway through and just record <laughs> and see what happens.
0: Did you you would have got some good material if you would have just said well, you... right now. <laughs> I'll tell
3: you what, boy. Oh, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> we, have a saying, we have a saying here on Kettle Whistle Radio. The best conversations happen off air. Uh, so anyway, what were you guys talking about? <laughs> what were we
0: talking
3: about? Uh, you we're don't know.
0: About how cool it is to
2: be on the show today.
3: <laughs> I have a question actually for all of you. Um, that Gretsch kit that I still have in Helm's Deep. Um, I, I know Jess played on it. Did Eric get to play on that? Did uh, Eric? No, I don't think so. He didn't get to. Okay, but Jess, you did. That's a Gretsch kit from. I, I think it's '65. It's a classic kit. Dave Grohl would like it. to get his hands on it. <laughs> Haunted
1: yeah. room. That's the only.
0: Um, yeah, that was the first actual drum kit I played on.
3: Yeah. Was that kit. I'm so glad you awesome. got okay. to though, Jess. I'm so glad you got to. I actually yes, really. I'm glad it got you and it was you. What?
4: Well, oh, what? What's the? What was the rap? What was the finish?
3: Oh, God. Um, I'll send you a picture. It's all right now. It's all like, uh, unfor- well, I take good care of it. Um, I set it up a few times because my dad used to play and teach me. And I, I set it. it's really funny. Like my dad, like I set this, this kid up it's, uh, again, 60s, classic Gretsch kit, set it up for him. And he was a brilliant drummer. And we get down to the basement. I give him a few beers and he sits down. He's like, Dave, I forgot how to play. <laughs> <laughs> it was like an awful moment. But at the same time, uh, you know, he's older now. <laughs> so,
4: that sounds like stage fright. Well, it was just me.
3: <laughs> Meanwhile, he could kick some ass on that thing. All right, but anyway, so now you, Eric, uh, you've been around a while. You've been through several bands from what I understand. Um yes. right now, you know, you're not new to it, but you're there's some youngins and some new listeners right now that are getting to know you. Um, how did you come up with the name for your band,
4: For Tia Carrera? Yeah. Oh, dude. Um, <laughs> so, like I mentioned earlier, there was no plan behind the band. It wasn't a new project. It wasn't discussed. Jason and I were the guitar player. We're just jamming, just literally jamming, just fucking around. We weren't trying to. Uh, write songs out of the jams we were coming up with. We were just cutting loose and going. And then we started to record, you know, whatever, on a boombox, on a four track.
1: Um,
4: CDRs had just started to happen, so we would burn a CDR, and then, you know, we would jam it every Friday, and then the next Friday, you know, get the previous jam and listen to it and and discuss it and trip out on it and go like, wow, this is – Really cool, but you know, I, I got to interject here, chasing down the name question you were asked. Um, we appreciate and respect the the quote unquote jam bands of the world, like the Grateful Dead or or Fish or some shit. I don't even know because I'm not into it. We are not into it.
3: But don't like the bands. <laughs> where's the big buck? I'm not
4: dissing those bands, but that's not what we're into.
3: I agree. I, like I agree. You
4: like the Melvin's, like Led Zeppelin, you know, like, you know, like, like Johnny Cash, you know what the fuck, you know, like good music, like first Pretenders records, one of the best records ever in the history of rock and roll. Anyway, I digress. There was no plan behind Tia Carrera, and so the name fits right in that storyline of no plan. And the only thing that I can really say that was thought about was one time at an after hours at the old Starfish house on Old Torf Road um, here in Austin – Late night partying. Jason Morales and I had a discussion about the appeal of a feminine name for a hard rock outfit. Mind you, Queens of the Stone Age was not a band yet. Right. Um I had just seen Starfish. They had played. We were at their house doing after hours party activities. And one thing that stuck out to me, you know, fast forward to the beginnings of What would become Tia Carrera Mm -hmm. was the appeal of a feminine name for a hard rock outfit in that when you're in the record bin and you've never heard Slayer, but you come across the name Slayer, Hmm. you know exactly what the fuck they sound like. (laughs) And that's great, but it's exclusive. Like if you like Earth, Wind and Fire, Slayer might appeal to you, but then when you listen to it, nah, it's not happening, bro. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) I do love both
3: bands, though, I must say.
4: (laughs) Likewise, I think. And that's kind of what I referenced that. Yeah. But, you know, there's there's an exclusiveness to the all heavy dude rock, you know,
0: (laughs) the the
4: beard, the Sabbath, the fucking tattoos, the whole fucking thing, which is great. I'm not slamming it, but it's exclusive. And if you don't fit that description, you know, you're not in the gang, bro. And we Mm -hmm. wanted to have a band that was like, hey, it's a family affair. It's a party. Come hang out. Yeah, it's loud and heavy, but you want to be here, and it feels good. It feels good right up in your guts.
3: Yeah, you have, you have fuzz beats in your face, and girls can actually dance to it, you know?
4: and
2: That's a bingo. That's the thing. You can shake your
4: bottom to it. Boom. That's really a great thing about the band.
3: So anyway, to the, to the
4: name, we would record on a Friday and then jam the next Friday, and then Morales would give us a recording of the one previously, and he would write in sharpie on these this brand new medium called CDR recordable <laughs> CDs. Of Have course. you heard of it? Yeah. Of anyway, course. it's old <laughs> timey <laughs> nowadays. Can you sell that for <laughs> me? Anyway, and he would write some names on on this with sharpie on the disc, mm-hmm. and some were good, some were terrible. Um, anyway, he was kind of going through his. Hot Asian phase. This is terrible. That's (laughs) cultural appropriation and sexist at the same time. Folks, he did say
3: hot Asian phase, not face. Okay.
4: Face. Because he he was dating a very, very attractive um, Asian descent local favorite lady. She was – we all knew her. We were all friends with with, uh, Miss Emily. And so maybe that (laughs) had something to do with it. Dude, that sounds Um, like uh,
3: another whole episode.
4: It, it could have been, it was but Wayne's anyway, World he thing. wrote. No, 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 <laughs> oh. no. He wrote Dia Carrera. We we did not realize that was the chick's name. That she was the actual. Wow. She was playing a cameo in the Wayne's World thing. It ah. Didn't know that. Didn't. I mean, it's a great film, I guess, or whatever. It's a cult <laughs> uh, classic. Nostalgic. No,
3: no, no. Nostalgic, As, Eric. Zico nostalgia
4: has jack shit to do with the name, <laughs> and I knew it because I was like. When I looked at Tia Carrera, I was like – I thought obviously Wayne's World. But I was like he (laughs) spelled it like the Spanish word for fast or (laughs) race-like. And I was like, well, that's cool. (laughs) And it had that flair. It had that feminine name. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't the actress, but it was – it just had this thing. had a flair to it.
3: Yeah, fragile, not breakable.
4: Exactly. Um, And then – so anyway – we were still not a band a few weeks later for a, it was a skate park benefit for one of the first skate parks to be built here in Austin. Um, and we were asked to play this, this thing. And we were like, you know, they wanted this other band. They wanted this alter ego band of Tia, um, that predates Tia called Migas, which was a post starfish band. I had Mm -hmm. joined it. That's another whole topic. And we, we, we couldn't play because our other guitar player lives in the Northwest, the Seattle area, Tacoma specifically. But anyway, this is 2000, May of 2000. And they were like, well, it's just, it's you and Jason, whatever, your fucking band play. And so we got with one of my bandmates um, in another band called the Dismukes, this bass player, Andrew Duplantis, who knew Jason. We were all one tribe at that era of old Austin and Jason and Andrew had said, yeah, let's just do this thing. Cause Jason had, had told Andrew, yeah, I've been jamming with E rock and we just do this freeform, you know, jazz odyssey. That's a, uh, what do you call it? Spinal tap reference just now, <laughs> um, tongue in cheek, no pressure, whatever. And so we're going to play this fucking benefit, the skate park benefit and uh, we didn't have a name. And so it was like, well, we got to give them something. So they just put it up there on this poster. <laughs> and it was like, well, what about that last one? It was like, Tia Carrera. Like, yeah, fuck yeah. Just make sure they spell it like that. Not like <laughs> the actress.
3: Yeah? Right, like, yeah.
4: Tia Carrera. And, uh, and so we did. And people lost their shit. And they dug it. And That's great. that sort of <laughs> begins the our history, because then the next thing we played, there was a new bar in town, and this is back before the big explosion. There was really only a handful of bars to play um, in the music capital of the world. (laughs) Anyway, uh, (laughs) um, it was called Room 710 at 710 Red River. They were a brand-new club. They were in cahoots with... uh, Original old emos also on River, Red River, and this new band, um, or new band, new bar called uh, Beerland, rest in peace. Um, And that was really it for the hard rock or punk rock or indie rock or whatever in Austin, Texas, late 90s, early 2000s. So this new bar, Room 710, had a Monday night gong show what was kind of like an open mic thing.
3: Yeah. Me, like, me, hey, me man, we... Eric, Eric, me and you remember the gong show.
4: Fuck yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Gene, Gene, the dancing machine. Absolutely. Anyway, that was my favorite part of the whole show. <laughs> um, Chuck Barris, Yeah. No, Barris.
3: Barris, Barris. Barris. I always say Barry. Yeah.
4: yeah. Chuck Barris was the host. Chuck and, Barry. Um, oh my. Uh, <laughs> I mean, we can go down that rabbit hole. Anyway. So we played this gong show for all these old cats who had this new bar called room 710 and they were floored. All everyone was floored. And we, they gave us a, a Friday night happy hour to be the house band for Friday night happy hours. And that was our band practice for two years.
3: How we cool.
4: We're an improv band, man. How, how cool. Band how,
3: how band cool pro- was that?
4: It was, it, it afforded us a career with that band. Nice. You know, there, here's this thing we thought, how are we going to present this, this gratuitous, wanking, you know, long-winded jams, instrumental? Wait, is this the same song? You know, imagine <laughs> our friends thinking this, watching this. Is this the same song? Should I clap yet? You know, like when we get a quiet part or something. Or who's singing? Who's, are they going to sing? You know, it was just not what we thought would take hold or have any sort of fandom or appreciation they we were getting the benefit of the doubt for our friends because it was a couple of dudes that they knew threw down right and then when we, we started to play out with uh, andrew when we first started he's a real incredible bass player one of the best in the world ringer um brag on that guy for a while but anyway mm-hmm. um we needed a name we used the last one that was on the, the last CDR from the last, you know, house jam that we were doing. We were just dicking around for ourselves, uh, with ourselves, pun intended, um, <laughs> Tia Carrera. And then it became a thing. And it was like, it happened so fast without any thinking about it. We, there was no way to, you know, rescind it and go, oh, okay, well, we can't use that name or whatever, or you know, we're going to be called something, you know, more contrived and more specific. Like it usually happens with your band name, any band name. You know? Of course, of course.
3: Uh, um, so that's really
4: the, the long of it.
3: No, <laughs> the, 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 perfect. Thank you. Yeah. We're, yeah. Are you clapping? Girls, clap clap yes, All right. that was me. All right. yeah <laughs> thank you so much it's inspirational absolutely and amazing yeah. and i'm gonna put you girls on the spot in just a second here but eric needs All to right. pick the third song uh, i would say between early purple and hazy winter so you think on that but i'm gonna ask jess my dear yes. what yes. is your technical sure. job on fashion trashing wait
0: um <laughs> I, I am the aunt to, to fashion. erica's the mom and I'm the aunt. And uh, <laughs> I paint a uh, lot of the backgrounds for Fashion Trash.
3: That's all you, uh, the backgrounds.
0: Most of the backgrounds, anything that's painted, that is hand-painted by moi. That's and awesome.
3: I, by I, the way, your painting is still up in our guest room.
0: Oh, I love it. That's one of my favorite paintings. And it, I'm so glad it went to a great Actually, home, it's
3: so. one of my favorites, too.
0: I love it. Love it. That's that's original that's one of my so one of the first
3: you and i and i see that view every time so yeah you know the view Oops. obviously um so again uh what else are you just <laughs> does she just put <laughs> you to work or
0: um she gets me writes me on a list or
3: I this do, is actually. I day. write yes, out yeah. a whole
2: list. And I'm like, okay, well, over the next, like, three months, if you can, you know, do this background, that background. And she does. Yeah. She delivers. Mm-hmm. And they're always really
4: fantastic and Aww. detailed.
2: Aww.
4: And, lead and, visual technician. I
2: like the sound of that. That's good. Yeah, I guy, never knows, know it. I'm like, visual technician. Yeah, I paint some
0: backgrounds, paint some things, you know.
3: Again, <laughs> folks, but, uh, folks, if you're not familiar, Fashion trashing on YouTube, man, don't miss it. It's so much fun the spooktacular is coming up it's be big yes yes and yeah i got a big time question when we come back i'm gonna lead off with erica because i got a big question for you um and eric what is your next song
4: i would of the ones you picked out i would say early purple if i could interject and say Go. taos off the most recent one i, I really dig taos
3: you know what's That's funny? Kind of a... um, when I first met you, I was going to get into that later. No, we played something that you suggested from your first album, I think. You yeah, you, you, you awesome. don't remember. That was a long was night.
4: <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. Whatever you, um, of the ones you've picked, I would say Early Purple.
3: But if you have something else, I prefer that.
4: Off the most recent record, purple, Tried and True, I would say Taos. Okay.
3: Yeah. Boom. All right. Mm-hmm. We'll play that. But, yeah, you were very particular about what we play on that, that first time I interviewed you. You probably have well, no memory that of that. That
4: was a different band. That was a different band. Oh, and yeah. I knew yes, yes. that what, what you would need, what would translate would be, you know, that band had some instrumentals, too. That would, I'm referencing to Magnet School. Oh, hell yeah. Um, and so I wanted to give you something that would would, would translate uh, okay. better with, you, you know, the medium of what you're which are working
3: sounds good man we're gonna play that right now um and we'll get T- right back T- and we're gonna take a deep dive with erica timko here from baku askew fashion trashing we got eric khan tia carrera yeah. not the girl the band motherfuckers all right come back love you
2: the wackiness of Boku Boku Askew TV. TV. A YouTube YouTube channel featuring featuring sock puppets, puppets, irreverent irreverent comedy, comedy, bizarro imagery, imagery, and oddball oddball silliness of plenty. To watch now, now, visit youtube.com slash Boku Askew TV.
4: It was like uh, hey. Tanarawan and um, um, Bambino, this, these North African desert Saharan bands. Okay. And, and, and it was before they kind of were getting traction in the States. And I was like, you know, it'd be drummer friends or whatever. Like, man, what are you jamming out to? Or skater friends or whatever. And I'm like, I just kind of nod and smile. I'm like, yeah, nothing with a full trap kit and uh, minimal electric guitar. And like, not a word of English. And, uh, (laughs) you know, I don't even know this, these desert, uh, nomad bands. I've
2: been rocking out some boogie town USA (laughs) seventies funk. I'm like, yeah, yeah.
4: shit. I mean, that's that's always, that's a funny conversation. Like, what are you jamming up to? I'm like, "Ah, it's not what you probably think. Uh, That was actually a question
3: that, that that was actually a question I had for you. So yeah, you're right. I wouldn't have guessed that. <laughs> hey, thanks for listening, folks. We're back with Eric Khan of Tia Carrera. We've got Yard Panther in the house. Erica and Jess Are you? Yeah, they're there. They're they're in the background <laughs> making noises. Yeah. Um, very very this is important to note and important to nobody really but did you know that in europe the jersey shore is referred to as macaroni rascals
0: oh, but I love it.
3: yeah i know I'm italian. I'm italian i'm italian i can say that all right so this is where i ask you I, i've got to ask you cats this right now favorite horror movie if you guys could name one each what's your favorite horror movie
2: I'm going classic. I'm gonna go with Le- Night of the Living Dead because that's how you do in Pittsburgh. If you're OG oh from gosh. Pittsburgh. True. Um, George Romero once accidentally called our parents' house. I don't know if I've, ever, <laughs> I've told you that you story. You never told me that.
3: You know I'm good friends with John Russo, right?
2: Yeah, I saw that. That's awesome. Yeah,
3: he's awesome. He <laughs> George yeah, Romero I remember, called your I remember house.
2: Where it was. I was sitting <laughs> on the couch, and my mom said, "Hey." Uh, You'll never believe who just called. Um, it was George A. Romero, the director. And I said, no way. That's cool. What was the question? Seriously.
3: Your favorite horror movie. <laughs> so, then,
2: so then here's what happens. So he calls back again. And my mom, you know my mom. My mom I met oh, your
3: mom, oh yes. My
2: goodness. Oh, that's no problem. Are you the director? <laughs> You'll never believe who just called. It was George A. Romero, director of Night of the Living Dead. Oh, my God. So, yeah. So it goes back. Work roots. Yeah, Night of the Living Dead for hands down for me. Jess? Oh
0: boy. Um I'm gonna keep I, I like my I like it spooky, so a uh, favorite of mine growing up was always poltergeist. Those Ooh. always terrified
2: me. She loved those and I was actually pretty terrified by that. I was <laughs> like go girl. Yeah, plus. I like I like
0: ghosts and spooky stuff. So uh always gravitated towards that. Uh, yeah.
3: That's a that great crazy. great pick. Nothing then, wrong with that. Still also, Dawn of
2: the Dead, because I love Monroeville Mall.
3: Oh, yes. You yeah, know, yeah. I went there, Erica, I went there recently with somebody from out of town to take them to, because they wanted to see the site. The museum is in there now. The uh, N-O, well, yeah, not the Living Dead uh, Museum is in there. And it, this is very strange. In, within, they put in all these Hollywood props. And you, when you walk through it, I, it, you go through, and on the right side, there's this airplane airplane seats basically. And it's the same goddamn seats that I sat in when they filmed *Mine Hunter, which I got into that one scene with. And I'm like, Oh my God, that's like my seat. <laughs> and it's oh, sitting in the, good. the, in the museum. But yeah, that's my claim so to fame. I
2: remember working at a business around there and on my lunch break, I made it a point to go to the JC pennies <laughs> and take a selfie of myself at that point. I mean, I what, that was like back in like 2007 or something like that. <laughs> yeah, taking a picture of myself outside of the JC Penney. So I was like, yeah, that's
3: nice. Oh,
2: classic. big deal for me. It was classic. a big deal
3: it is a big deal it's a big deal for I people them
2: all when i was a kid and then watching it now it's like it's a whole new sense of nostalgia plus storyline's great tom savini i mean it's just so pittsburgh
3: I, you know it brings on a
2: lot of nostalgia
3: it still look, kind of looks the same if you go around the back all right so eric um favorite horror movie
4: um i got it i just it took me a sec but um I got to give a shout to the first Freddy Krueger, that scene in the alleyway where there's his arms, he's kind of silhouetted, silhouetted, and his Can't arms tap. are just super fucking wide nice. from one side of the alley to yeah. the other. Yeah, I had, a, I had a paper route from fifth grade to eighth grade, and Sunday morning papers in the winter, freezing cold, dark, that really spoke to me when I saw that, like, how do you know about that? Anyway, that's not my favorite, but it shouts uh, Hellraiser terrifying. shouts. My favorite horror flick is actually uh, also a science fiction movie, The First Alien.
1: Uh, yeah. Smokes
4: all, ah, yes. smokes fucking all. Yeah. The, there's no argument. He, it's not even opinion. It's just fact. <laughs> Suck it, on that,
3: nerds. It's, it's terrifying. <laughs> uh, no, I agree. I totally agree. Uh, that, The Exorcist, Jaws, if you will, because it was oh, real. Sure.
1: Oh, uh, Jaws,
4: Jaws gets overlooked because it's, it's you mm-hmm. know, sea creature, straight up. Like,
2: modern yeah. horror movies are way too tortury for me. Like, yeah, I, I want those. a monster. Give me a good old-fashioned
3: monster. Erica, man. I swear to God, we're yeah we're on the same plane. But yeah, Jaws, uh, 12 Days of Terror is the book, if you read it. It actually yep. happened, folks, in Red Bank, yep. New Jersey. Uh, four and a half people died. <laughs> yeah,
4: yeah, yeah, four and a half.
3: Four and each. a half. I have the book downstairs. I can prove that theory. Uh, all right. So uh, I want to know how all of you feel about the state of hard rock and metal right now.
4: It's fucking great. It's never been better.
2: Everyone's trying their best. Eight plus 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 plus. It's
4: it, 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 it's like tongue and cheek because 10 gold stars, to, everybody. I th- for I me, like, in my 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 opinion is that. Being a player, being old, being grumpy, being very <laughs> cantankerous at times where I just, like, yeah. fuck everything. I, everything yeah. sucks. You're people, a poser. Bye. People love saying
2: it's over, you know? And I'm guilty as charged with that. It's over. That's over. But mm. you have to keep an open mind to
4: things. There's always something to so see. Bye. and There's I think, always something to see. You know, there's it's ebb and flow and everything. And so right now... I can't tell you what I'm stoked on. That's brand spanking new, but I know there's something. Mm-hmm. Um, you, the question was like, what's the state of hard rock and rock. metal? It's alive. Let's put it that way. Uh, we were talking about um, earlier. Stoner rock is really big. It's a real hip thing. Yeah. You know, everybody's got the, you know, they got the hairdo and the beard and the 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 <laughs> the, the, the jean jacket vest with all the patches. I agree. And it's happening, dude. There's all these festivals all over. Hey, how is that bad?
3: That's it's fucking not. Bad. I think it's right back where it's supposed to be. It's in the garage again where it becomes real. And I think Eric Kahn, I think pretty much that's where you came from.
4: Yeah. And so to conclude, it's it's there's things you can break it down and you'd be, you know, wow, those guys sound just like this. Or it's another band that's just playing the same four riffs from Sabbath or whatever. And you, you can... You can dissect it yeah, in I a way technically fun. that can sound like ah oh, everything sucks and it's yeah everybody can just fuck off but on the fun. flip side of the same coin it's like yeah but it's cooking man yeah. and it's there's so many bands doing it
1: band and,
2: to note right now that I'm really into is I really like the band Cobra Thiefs hmm so Their stuff check that out. They got some heavy tunes. They got some melodic stuff. You can shake your bum to it. It's the whole <laughs> oh, stuff. That's yeah. the thing.
0: You shake your bum to well, it. Well,
3: er, you know what, Eric and Jess, I gotta ask you. Uh, how did your last Yard Panther shows go? Because I know you had some live gigs before all this shit went down.
2: Oh, it's great. We had a great time. Yeah. Um, the only thing that happened, what it was, our Thanksgiving show. that was our second to the last show. I ended up getting the flu, but this was 2019, and that's where you just the show must go on. So she did it. She I did went it. and I did it and I did a show a couple of weeks later. She and sounded then, like Lemmy. <laughs> and I, we, Jess and I agreed. We we're like, we're just going to wait until, you know, after the winter's over and do a yep. show in the spring. But unluckily for us, that well, was May of 2020 it. and that did not happen. Hmm. And, you know, just in the interest of like everybody and everything right now, we're, we're not playing any live shows. We have some ideas for some new songs and stuff coming out. <laughs> Um, so maybe in 2022, like hopefully if everything we're always making something we'll be know? making, you know, if we're not ma- doing Yard Panther, we'll be making some Boku SKU TV fashion, trash and stuff. We'll, we'll keep ourselves occupied with something. But as for now, yeah, 2021's a bust for us. But yeah, hopefully in 2022, mid to late 2022, maybe we'll get out to playing a show or something like that again. That would be fun. I say
3: yeah, I I totally redo that um, Walk Like an Egyptian bit you did downstairs <laughs> really I'm, honestly really when you girls when you girls, dude seriously man the three of you could do it uh fox <laughs> again
1: exactly
3: exactly but foxy death box again <laughs> i think we lost the con um Yeah, Foxy Deathbox. I keep finding your shit in my in Helm's Deep downstairs. Like there are remnants. No, ladies, there are remnants of your. (laughs) There are remnants of you, your existence downstairs, right under my feet, right now at Helm's Deep. And I keep I finding really it. I keep a finding video it. video of myself singing
2: some Misfits at the 31st Street Pub. And I was like, well, there's a blast from the past. Yeah, Boy, we used to have fun, didn't we? <laughs> that, was that was fun. fun times. <laughs> All right. <Yeah. laughs> fun. Well, fun. Got, like, fun. We always have fun. You know, and yeah. that's the important thing in life. And that's <laughs> my true. best advice to anybody. Just have some
0: fun that's with the goal. It. Exactly. Just seriously and just have fun. Bingo. Yeah.
3: Rock and that. roll, motherfuckers. So who is coming up on Fashion Trashin'? Plug it, spectacular, and tell us how to find it.
2: Oh my gosh. So this Saturday, tune into Bokusku TV on YouTube at 8 o'clock Central Time. I want to tune in a little bit earlier. Jess and I may be around to chat with you guys and after the show.
3: Just see what you thought.
2: Up. See what you're stoked about. Anyways, we hope you guys enjoy the show. We got a lot of cool people on this show. We got folks from bands like White Zombie, Fireball Ministry, Lunachicks, Babes in Toyland, and just like a slew of like really cool folks like this guy here, Eric Khan from the band Tia Carrera, which you should check out now on any kind of musical platform you may have available.
5: Awesome. However,
2: <laughs> just, just tune in. We hope you have a laugh. We hope you have a spooky Halloween, but not too spooky, like keep it safe and everything, but you know, just have fun, laugh along with us. If you feel so inclined, you know, check out some jams, check out our Patreon, all that jam, yeah. but, uh, you know, of- just tune in, man. Tune in, give it a like, give it a share. It yes. means the world
3: to us. We really appreciate y'all. And Miss yes. Jess, uh, what do you got to plug there? And both of you should like Twitter, and where do we find you?
2: Oh, Twitter's hard. Yeah. Twitter's I hate it. Like I, like,
3: I don't like it. Love I love
2: Instagram. I love a good picture. I'm like, so. here's a picture, because I'm just like <laughs> bad with words. Here's some
0: emojis, <laughs> because... But- i don't know yeah, here's
2: some emojis <laughs> here's a picture like i don't know check out our merchandise check out our show here's what i'm making on, at fashion trashing at fashion dot trashing on instagram and uh, personal
0: page uh youtube.com slash boku
3: tv mr eric J- khan this is where you go tell them where to get all your music do you have merch sure. do you have t-shirts
4: yeah, we do. Uh, it, it, I, was, I was going to say something a minute ago regarding the gals here. <laughs> oh, dude. A lot of the real, mo- more like really intense uh, creative offerings in the world lack one thing, and that is um, promotion. Because a lot of us who are making stuff, whether we're old salts in rock and roll, you know, playing in bands... Or do whatever. Um, the one thing that I, I've learned here in my early fifties is that, you know, we never got the the gift of you know got the gift of gab, but not the gift of self promotion. The whole like, hey, check my shit out. Mm. Um, and so, just in this interview, I've noticed with some of you, your, your your questions for the girls, and then just now for me, it's just like, man, you know what? I should be able to tell you where to score. Tia Carrera merch because we have it, but fuck if I know. Yeah, we don't,
3: Eric. Eric, you know what I mean. Yeah, Um, we don't think like that. We don't. Anyway, um,
4: but as far as the tunes go, (laughs) you know, we're not rock stars. We're musicians. We're just regular dudes, um, regular humans, I should say. It's not even gender specific. Um, We are male, but anyway, we are one people. We are just people being creative. Um, Rock you can find Tia Carrera on all any of the, the usual shit. Um, if you want us to get the money, go to Spotify or specifically smallstone records.com or cosmic with a K and, uh, Z cosmic artifacts. That's out of Germany.com. They got our shit. Um, but you, wherever you normally find music, you can peep it and then buy it. Um, and, you know, Instagram, Jason Morales, uh, T Carrera, 1970, I think that's his handle. It might have changed, and I'm fucking it up. Um, <laughs> Kurt Christensen, Facebook, Eric Conn, E-R-I-K-C-O-N, look us up. We're just people, and if you want to get something from us, dude, just reach out and go, Hey, dudes, I heard your fucking bullshit, and... Uh, <laughs> You know, <laughs> so I, I can tell that, that you bullshit. like to drink beer and you're like, yeah, I like skate independent one sixty nines, man. No shit. All right, and then all of a sudden we're friends
2: because
4: we're not, we're we're still just in <laughs> to grassroots, man. Grassroots. Boom. So I can't plug too much other than the next show, which if you're in the Austin area, it's at Sam's Town Point it's this Saturday, sixteenth from seven, it's andrew duplanis's 50th birthday party um he was the first official bass player for tia carrera not the first bass player but the first official bass player um
2: it's on Slaughter and man shack it's right there it's you know it's Central.
4: it's an og it's the proverbial <laughs> party at the moon tower in austin texas nice that's, nice. that's a that's a dazed and confused reference um but anyway, after that we're going to play um a Boogie Van party at um going to that too. Sunday afternoon mm-hmm. at kind of tropical also in Austin. Woo! That's in East Austin. That's a fun um, party. Another early daytime. free show where you know you don't have to. My favorite
2: daytime, twelve to four p.m. Central Time. Folks. Come on, man! Please, Easy come peasy. Come on out! It's you fun. Know? You don't have to
4: have tickets. There's a costume You don't have to contest. make sure your hair's cut right. You don't have to have your best jeans <laughs> on. Oh, um,
0: People will be in their costume. There's a costume anyway, contest. That's good to know.
4: We're hoping to. We were supposed to tour before the sickness um, in Europe. We had a full shit. Three and a half weeks in Europe. Wow,
3: nice!
1: So
4: we're like on a more professional level. We are really still trying to do shit. That
3: um, that's gonna come back. I think that's gonna come back.
4: It's trying to come back. We're playing. Oh, we're sure. playing a couple festivals already sure. in 2022. I'm not sure if I'm allowed to say what those are yet. Um, yeah. <laughs> but fuck it. That's a the sound that you just heard is my favorite beer, yeah. Modelo Especial. <laughs> I, the significance of that plug right there is we're playing the, the heavy stoner jam in molito spain uh 2022 and, and we are I'm drinking with- we
3: are drinking in austin right now folks Alright, no, get no, a no. grip um, iHeartRadio folks iHeartRadio folks Thank you so much for listening uh, Coming up, Make dude, Dandy ready. Brown's That's Coming bro. up, we got the Spotlights And not the, but it's just Spotlights coming up Yeah, Ipecac Records and Yeah, phenomenal That's going to be coming up in two weeks
4: You should also hit up Shiner Yeah, love that band
3: They're great I love That's true. Shiner. That's
4: family right there. That's another conversation. That's family oh, right there. we
3: have a whole nother episode to do, man. Shiner is great. Uh, actually, Erica turned me on to them a long time ago. She doesn't remember that. But um, anyway, so fashion trashing on YouTube. Dr. Peeler, the issue number one is out right now. Go to burningbulbpublishing.com. Pick up your first issue because, trust me, issue two is almost done. It's so worth it, it's fun. Um anyway, merch, music sites. I think we covered all of that. Did we cover
2: Yeah, just go to Instagram. Yeah.
3: Just Google fashion trash and you'll find yeah. us. Boom. Exactly. And we did not cover Eric, what song are we going to go out with?
4: Are you still there?
3: Of course not.
4: Hello? Hello? Okay, are we still there?
3: <laughs> yeah, I'm still here.
4: C what- A R R E R A. If you see the E with the little dash on it, Nah, <laughs> not, not
2: it. It's not legit. It's not it. You no, know, it it's
4: is. totally legit, but it's not us.
2: Saturday <laughs> and uh, Boku Skew TV, YouTube.com/slash Boku Skew TV for some seriously spooky Halloween spectacular six six six
3: this weekend. Folks. Uncanny it's gonna be a great fun. Time. We got we got members of White Zombie, Luna L Seven,
2: Babes in Toyland. All the greatest bands that you grew up with, that you
3: Wait, will know and love. You with. didn't tell me about L7. Did you get Jennifer Finch?
2: Um, no, Susie Gardner and her, oh, her, cool. and her man Hank Topless. Who's they're they're just like super cool, super nice people. Okay, really honored to have them on the show. They do a great job every time.
3: We may have cut out there. I asked uh, Erica what what band um, he, uh, band what song he wants us to go out with. Oh, Eric right, with a
4: K, no A. <laughs> um, yeah, <specific laughs> around on. here, Eric? Uh, Is it Eric? What, what what's the choices Eric? that you have lined up? Oh, there's so
3: many. All right. Well, I have several we did not hit on, but I like. Oh God. Uh, your
4: it? like your favorite your
2: show. Your show.
3: I like. I kind of like Hazy Winter.
4: I do too. It's a
2: good
4: one. That's a short one. That's 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 that's, that's Jason. Um. First, Man, I don't
3: know. Uh, Wait, did she say warrant? I'm not going to go out with warrant.
4: No, no that's yeah. what interrupted
2: our phone call is because I got a scam likely <laughs> phone call. No, I'm I know.
3: I, I, yeah, trust me. Yeah, I'm getting them the whole time. All right, so uh, Hazy winner?
4: Do it. Host choice. Perfect.
3: Detet. All right. All right. Girls, give me some Pittsburghese right now.
2: Guys, to have a good Halloween and that. Make sure ain't no razor blades up in that candy and that. Make sure you get your pumpkin spice cheeseburgers down at fact that's Casual Dining Karaoke Bar. <laughs> that's because Charlie Chippy Ham told you so. Oh, look, Cinnamon Charles. It's me, Cinnamon Charles, here to tell
5: you guys. Yeah, tune in Saturday. Oh, my God.
3: I, be off pretty fun. <laughs> I bit off more than I could fucking chew ever. That was awesome. Oh <laughs> <laughs> Erica, it's not funny because I'm still in it, okay? All right. I love you guys. Thank you for doing this.
1: Take
0: care.
3: Happy Halloween.
0: Bye, guys. Thanks for
2: listening to us. Ramble on. Have a spectacular Halloween. Tune in. Have a good time. Thank you. Okay.
1: Love you. My (laughs) t-shirt.
3: I love to hate you. All right.
5: Introducing the Deep Leadership Podcast.